Welcome to Daily Divining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is June 16th, and our reading comes from Acts chapter 10. Now, I want to summarize the story and help you to see some key ideas. Remember in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said this to the disciples, After the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit was going to empower them to be a witness. So what we see in the book of Acts is the acts of the Holy Spirit. We see the Holy Spirit moving in the heart and life of the apostles to take the gospel to the world. I love that. Well, in chapter 10, the same thing is happening. You've got a guy named Cornelius. He's a Gentile. He's not a believer, but he's a God-fearing man. He's been praying and seeking God, and he's very generous. He's been giving to support the poor. Well, the Spirit of God begins moving in Cornelius's life, and God tells Cornelius, I want you to send for this man, Peter. Well, at the same time, the Holy Spirit is moving in Peter's life. Remember from yesterday, God makes sure Peter understands. What I say is clean is clean. Don't you call it unclean. And God is working to tear down the cultural barriers, the prejudice, the racism that existed between Jews and Gentiles. So Peter's a Jew, and God says to Peter, Cornelius, these Gentiles, I say they're clean. And then he also says to Peter, some guys are going to come and ask you, don't be afraid, you go with them. And so the Holy Spirit works in Cornelius's life, and the Holy Spirit works in Peter's life to bring them together. When Peter meets Cornelius, he tells him about Jesus, and Cornelius and his whole family are saved. I love that. That's how evangelism happens today. The Spirit of God is working in the heart right now. You don't realize this, but right now around you, the Spirit of God is working in the hearts of people you know and love. He's preparing them to hear your witness. He's opening their heart. He's showing them their humanity. He's showing them their need for God, right? And even he works in all these circumstances. When you see what's happening in our world, all the fear and instability, God works in all of that to help people see their need for God. So the Spirit of God is working around you in the hearts of other people. And the Spirit of God can begin to work in your heart and stir you up to see people who are open to Jesus and to give you the boldness to share and give you a message to share to help people to see what Jesus has done for you and the difference Jesus can make in their lives. I just love that. You know, one of the things that people often ask me is what about all the people who've never heard? And one of the things I think this story tells us is that for those who are seeking God, he makes sure that they hear. Often he'll bring somebody into their life. I've got a friend who's Cambodian, and he'll tell his story about how his father was a God-fearing, God-seeking man, began to pray. And when he began to pray, a couple of days later, he was on his way home, 
in a country that was entirely unevangelized and on the road was a gospel track. He just picked it up, read it. He got saved. His family got saved. He became a pastor. He started a church and the gospel was going forward. So God was working in somebody's life to bring that track and somehow put that track on the road. And God was working in my buddy's life to open his heart and he brought them together and he got saved. And that still happens today around the world. God's working in your life and God's working in the lives of other people. Here's something else that's so cool. When you look throughout history over the last 2,000 years in art and music and books and movies, you know what the number one topic is across all of those genres, all those forms of communication or media? The number one topic is Jesus. In other words, God is working to get the message out. I don't know if you know this or not, but nothing, no one has had a greater impact on science or education than Jesus. All the world religions have been impacted by Jesus. We have a tendency to think that there's all these people that don't know, and it's not that there aren't some that don't know, and we need to do everything we can to get the gospel to the unreached. But it is also true that God has a powerful witness around the world. In fact, you think about the nation of India, and we've been very involved with India for years. There's uh, millions of people there that have never heard the gospel. But we also have to keep in mind that God sent Thomas to India 2,000 years ago. So God has been working throughout history to tell the world about Jesus. And God wants to work in your life. You say, well, Alan, how could God use me? You know, I'm a, I'm a brand new believer. Or I don't have much of a testimony. Or I, you know, I, I don't have a, a lot of influence. Watch what happens in this story. Cornelius gives his life to Jesus. The Holy Spirit comes upon him. And what's the Holy Spirit for? You remember? The Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will receive power to be a witness. Well, the very next thing that Cornelius does is he's baptized. Now for us, that's kind of a church thing. But in the first century, when you were baptized, it wasn't just a church celebration. It was a public declaration that you were becoming a follower of Jesus. It was your witness. And so in this moment, the Spirit of God is working in Peter and Cornelius to bring them together and to bring Cornelius into the kingdom. But then the Holy Spirit comes upon Cornelius, and what does he do? He immediately becomes a witness in his baptism. And in the very same way, you and I have the Spirit of God living in us to empower us to be a witness. So let's ask God to man move in great power around the world. Let's pray for a great end time revival. Let's pray that God would give us eyes to see and the boldness to share our faith with everybody who will listen. Let me pray for you. Father, God, we thank you for how the Spirit of God is at work still today. You've been working throughout history, and you're working today. Lord, we pray for a great outpouring of your Spirit all over the world. God, we pray for revival. We pray for an end-time harvest. We pray that you would give us eyes to see that there are people around us. You're working in people's hearts around us. Help us to see those opportunities. Give us courage to share our faith. Give us the words to express what Jesus has done for us. And God, we pray that your spirit would open their heart 
to our witness and draw them to faith in Jesus. You said when you are lifted up that you draw all men to yourself. So God, anoint us to lift up your son, Jesus, and win people to Christ. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. Man, I hope this encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.